Downloading. Downloading. Audio. Non-stop. Thanks for downloading the SOS Radio Podcast. Most of us have heard that it takes about 30 days to form a new habit, but in reality, that's more about how long it takes to form a strong habit. But to break ground on a new habit, really, it only takes about 21 days. And we're talking with Vernon Fox about growing our faith today at SWS Radio. How are you, Vernon? I'm doing well, Scott. Pleasure to be here. Uh, You've had quite the career. You played in the NFL with the Lions, Redskins, Broncos, and Chargers. You also led the Faith Lutheran High School football team to the state championship. Leadership's emerged as a real passion of yours. Oh, absolutely. I've been blessed to be a part of some amazing things, and God's certainly been gracious to me. And, and yes, certainly over the years I've developed a strong passion for leadership development and just helping uh, people grow in who they are and who God designed them to be. So what have you learned about faith habits? I mean, when it comes to leadership, a lot of it goes back to faith being a key component that most of culture just glosses over when they think about hard work and determination and work ethic. You know, faith is really the crux of who we are as believers. You know, when you think about it, our faith is really the determining factor on the development of our relationship with Christ. In order for us to walk in relationship with Him, we have to first exhibit the faith to believe He is who He is, and He's done what He's done for us, and embrace and accept that. And I'm just learning more and more in my faith that, like you said, it takes intentionality, that it's not enough to just believe and to hope, but we have to couple our works with that. And the Bible tells us that faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. And so faith is really key, is critical, and it's something that is necessary in the life of a believer. Now, when you think about growing faith, you know, you had a situation in your family that sort of challenged you to reach out and think about, like, what is it that really helps grow faith habits? We went through something rather, you know, well, I say unique, but it's it's not unique in the spectrum of life because everyone is experiencing, you know, illness and tragedy. And, you know, one of our family members was going through the process of being diagnosed with leukemia. You know, it's a rough space. All of us who have either been sick or have people close to us that have been sick, we understand kind of the mental gymnastics you got to play through that process. And I wanted to encourage her to understand that, you know, it was her faith that was going to stabilize her through that process of healing and as God took her through that process. And so I reached out and I said, hey, I want to help build your habit of faith. You know, as you mentioned, it takes 21 days or so to develop a habit. And I said, we develop a lot of habits. So, you know, how about developing your faith? And so that was my intent and just sharing elements of faith with her over the course of 21 days. And, you know, I looked up and had a manuscript in my hand without even knowing it. (laughs) (laughs) So you made like 21 days of videos. You're like, wow, there is a framework right here. I can write a book. And your wife's like, hey, why don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, um, you know what? It really wasn't done with uh, an agenda. You know, I just did it and praise God. We got to the other side of that and she was in remission. And I I sat back during a time where I was just really just kind of, you know, meditating and spending time with God. And I was reminded, like, I have you know, these 21 videos. And so I went back, I started looking at them and I started transcribing them one by one day after day. And when I was done, I literally had 21 entries that built faith habits, 21 days of faith. We're talking with Vernon Fox today at SWS Radio, and he's played in the NFL with the Lions, the Redskins, the Broncos, the Chargers. He's also an author and a life coach. And, you know, Vernon, you wrote a book called Faith Habits, and it's digging into how we develop and grow our faith. What was your faith story, Vernon? I've accomplished a lot in my life, and I'm one of those people that I attribute all of my success, you know, to God. And just understanding I've gone through the process of my life has just been this almost 
school of thought in terms of developing my faith. You know, everything that I've been able to accomplish, I take no credit. I know that it's been because of God. And part of that has just been believing through what felt like it was impossible. You know, playing in the NFL, we mentioned it. I, mean, I played for eight seasons and, and I went in undrafted. I literally was one of the last people signed to the roster of the San Diego Chargers, you know, 2002. Going back and thinking about that, like, man, it, it took an extreme amount of faith for me to really just kind of believe and trust through that process because it was not something that was easy. So my life has just kind of been that thing. You know, as the Bible says, we grow from faith to faith. And that's kind of been my story. Now, after time in the NFL, you ended up coaching a state championship team with Faith Lutheran. And when you're working with students, it's not just about football, but it's about growing these guys into men, not just in the work ethic, but also in their faith journey and their relationship with God. I agree. And that was what was so unique about the opportunity to coach at a school like Faith Lutheran is, you know, obviously it's a Christian school. And the basis and the foundation of, you know, who this school is and how I could run this program was centered around, you know, our faith. And so I didn't have to hold back. Every day we were intentional about what we poured into them, you know, spending time in prayer, sharing daily devotions. And those are things that you don't get to do in every atmosphere, you know, as it pertains to coaching and certainly the game of football. And so it was it was a unique thing and it was an amazing thing because as you mentioned, you know, our goal wasn't just to win on the scoreboard, but it was to develop young men of character, integrity, accountability, and excellence. And, you know, Faith Lutheran was just an amazing opportunity for me to engage in something like that. Now, Vernon, how have you seen students challenge you in growing your faith? You know, I think the thing that you have to be cognizant of is anyone in a leadership position, you know, you have to first be the example. So there was nothing I could ask them to do or be that I wasn't willing to do or be myself in front of them. And I was just a firm believer in living it out. And so I had to be intentional about my faith. I couldn't just be talking and not being the example for these young men. I always think about what my college football coach, Pat Hill at Fresno State, would always say. He would say that your actions speak so loud I can barely hear what you're saying. And that was just a constant reminder to me is like as the leader, as you know, the face of the program and someone that, you know, is standing in a position of influence, I had to live out my faith daily. And that was in my daily decisions, not just before those young men, but also behind the scenes, you know, living a life of integrity. Now, Vernon, you played in the NFL, you played college football and a lot of sports through the years. But, you know, now that you have kids, you have one in middle school, you have one in high school. I mean, what advice do you have for parents when their kids are getting involved in sports and maybe they're doing really well at sports? It's crazy because like sports can almost run our family schedule, which then can affect our kids academics. It can affect their passions, but it can also affect our marriage and our family time. I mean, as one who's gone through that entire system played college football, high school football, and then went undrafted into the NFL, but ended up pushing through with the San Diego Chargers. How do you look at that now as a parent, looking at the crazy pace that all these club sports want to put on our kids? Yeah, it's it's definitely a true commitment. You mentioned my children, and my son plays middle school football and they literally practice at one time, it was four days a week at 6 a.m. So it wasn't just a commitment <laughs> yeah. for him, it was a commitment for all of us. And, you know, that adjusted our schedule as a family. You know, my daughter doesn't start school until 7.40. So, you know, I take my son to practice, my wife takes my daughter. So, you know, we're making multiple trips, we're split. It's a lot that goes into that. And just the advice that I would give or the thing that I'm recognizing, and the pandemic taught us some of this, is just really being intentional about our time that we spend and just recognizing that 
it's important for us to make sure that we're still scheduling time, you know, as a couple, my wife and I, and just as a family that it's not just about running here and there and everywhere, but making sure that we're intentional about spending that time as a family and and growing together and enjoying one another, because obviously we know that, you know, life is really fragile. Now, Vernon, you just wrote a book called Faith Habits. It's 21 Days of Faith. And when it comes to your kids and trying to carve out to be intentional about that family time, what do those faith habits look like in the Fox household? When it comes to our faith in general, it's not just something that's for dad or it's not just something that's for mom. You know, this is the identity of who we are as a family. You know, we are a Christian family. And so our children understand that. You know, they know that, you know, we go to church. They know that certain music that we listen to and the way that we govern our lives, we spend time reading and praying and, you know, we encourage them to do the same. They both have their own devotional books and we go to them and have them share with us what they're gathering and gaining from it. Obviously, they're at an amazing school like Faith Lutheran, which is a Christian school. So they're getting a spiritual foundation, not only at home, but, you know, in their daily school. And so, you know, faith is just a real fabric of who we are. And so, The things that I wrote in the book, I even talked about them, you know, in some of the entries, my children and my wife and my family, because it's a collection of not just biblical references, but also real life stories. So it it definitely is an amazing tool that I believe is going to be a blessing to people. When you wrote this book about 21 Days of Faith, it started with this idea of trying to be an encouragement to one of your extended family members who was just going through a battle with leukemia and just seeing that big need in front of her and just thinking, I don't know if I can do this. There's a lot of time. There's a lot of energy that I've got to have for this. There's a lot of financial resources and hurdles as well. And you just think like all those big hurdles that are in front of us, when you're thinking about faith, pushing through, looking at God being bigger than just the situations and the hurdles that we've got to climb through, where do we start when you just get to that place where you're just like, I just don't even know how I'm going to overcome this because I just see layers. I don't even see mountains anymore. Right. And and I think that is the essence of faith. At the end of the day, Scripture tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And so when we can get over the fact that we need to see and know everything, then I think that we can operate in a higher level of, of faith and just having trust in God because He truly is our source. And that's something that, you know, you learn over time. It doesn't just happen. It's something that you mature into. And that's what I'm learning. Like you say, life is big and there are a lot of challenges. There are a lot of barriers and hurdles that stand in front of us. And faith is the mechanism by which we can apply to our lives that helps us to overcome those things. Because then it's not just about us and what's in our capability or power, but it's in the power of God. And so, you know, when we can learn to just rely on him, lean into him, And just have faith and trust that, you know, he knows what's best. And even through the rough moments, just trust him through that process. It's when we can really just, you know, exhibit and experience a level of peace that the Bible talks about that surpasses all understanding. We're talking about how we learn to push through when we want to grow our faith. We recognize there's some rhythms of faith, but we recognize there's a lot of layers to push. Now, we're talking with Vernon Fox today at SWS Radio. Vernon, you played eight seasons in the NFL and get to a platform to play on the professional level. Obviously, we know that's not easy, but speak to someone who's just felt like they've faced rejection time and time again. They have a dream, but they're just starting to feel defeated. They know that there's something in them, but they still just feel that defeat more than they see the victory that's ahead. 
unfortunately, that's life. And anything that you achieve at a high level is going to require a high level of commitment on your part. It's going to require a high level of faith and the ability to persevere through hard times. I've learned that, and oftentimes the hard way, and that comes through rejection. And what you got to understand is for a long time, I started looking at failure differently. For me, failure was so final and people are so quick to tap failure with things just not working out the way that you want it to work out the first time. But if you really went and surveyed all of the people that are successful, it rarely just works out the first time. You know, these are people who fight through rejection, who fight through what is perceived as failure until they push through that door. And really all it takes is one yes. You can get a million no's and that one yes really can change the trajectory of your life. And so it just requires, you know, first and foremost, that, you know, you stay committed to the process of trusting and believing in what's in your heart. And the other thing that I've learned, too, is that the Bible tells us that we delight ourselves in the Lord. He'll give us the desires of our heart. And I used to really misuse that scripture and just think, ah, if I just, you know, if I get giddy about God, then he'll give me whatever I want. But what I've learned is as I focus more on him, he begins to transform my desires to meet his will. And so, man, the amazing thing is that I tell people all the time, some of the blessings that God has bestowed upon me, I think are just byproducts of me keeping him first. So scripture says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all this will be added to you. Some of the all of this that I've experienced, I think is just kind of God just dropping some crumbs on me for remaining faithful and trusting him through the process. And you were talking about how sometimes God changes those desires in us. I mean, what did the desire look like when you were at Fresno State versus what the desire looked like after you realized, hey, I'm not going to be in the NFL anymore after eight years? You know, to be honest, people probably wouldn't believe this, but I really didn't have a big time focus on making it to the NFL. I didn't think it was possible. At seven years old, that was my goal. I wanted to be a professional athlete. And, you know, I really just wanted to play on Saturdays. I was like, okay, this can happen. This felt real. I knew that I could play on Saturdays. And so when I got the opportunity to play Division One football, I was satisfied and then it started looking like I could potentially have an opportunity to like play at the highest level. And I knew the statistics. I knew it was less than 1%. I wasn't at, you know, a big five or power five school. I was undersized. All of those things told me that it wasn't possible. And, you know, when it happened, it was just amazing. I knew that it was nothing but the grace of God that afforded me that opportunity. And as you mentioned, it was tough to transition out of it. I was around and played the game of football for 18 years straight. And then all of a sudden I woke up one day and it was gone. And that was tough, you know, and that required faith as well for me to really lean into God and to redefine my identity of who I was because I had been living for a long time based upon what I did instead of who God made me to be. And so he really began revealing to me my true purpose. And, um, you know, since then I've been able to, I feel like, function at a higher level of intentionality about purpose. But for a long time, I just thought I was created to play football. <laughs> We're talking about where our identity gets twisted with Vernon Fox today at SWS Radio. Played eight seasons in the NFL, coached Faith Lutheran High School's football team to a state championship, and today he's an author and a life coach. It's interesting, Vernon, because a lot of times the identity that we take on, we don't even realize that it's shaping us, it's shifting us, and that the identity is even there. It's like, oh, because you do something, they go, oh, you're Scott with SOS, or you're Vernon Fox from Faith Lutheran, or you're Vernon Fox with the Detroit Lions. 
Lions or the Chargers. You know, they know you as that, as your job. But, you know, when you realize inside that I'm more than that, I'm a dad, I'm a coach, I'm a Jesus follower, you know, I'm someone that's passionate about a lot of things. You know, where have you learned to flesh out the identity part so the next job doesn't sort of creep in and start to shape who you are? I think I started getting rid of the personal expectations I had for who I wanted to be. Let's just say that. Because oftentimes the picture that we have in our minds of who we want to be and who God has designed us to be is different. And you got to rid yourself of, you know, those fleshly desires. And for a long time, I wanted to be famous. I wanted to be rich. I wanted to be a household name. I wanted the guy with the big contract. That's what I thought I wanted. But what I didn't understand was that wasn't what God wanted for me. And frankly, now knowing who I am today versus who I was back then, it would have destroyed me. And I wouldn't be, you know, the man of God that I am today. And so I'm grateful for that. And I think it's just a process of from day to day figuring this thing out. And as you go through life, you know, you continue to experience transitions and it's a constant redefining. But the the one constant that has to stay is your identity in Christ. And that's the one thing that I'm learning. As long as that stays, you know, consistent, then everything else has the ability to fluctuate and change and I can still be okay. And coincidentally, that's also one of the foundations of setting up faith habits. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. It really is an opportunity to challenge, you know, a reader's faith. So it's more than just reading stories. I actually have what I call faith nuggets in each entry. And so you're going to have, you know, key bullet points that are going to challenge you to keep moving forward. And then at the end of each entry, there's a prayer that's specific to the day's focus. And then there's actually working challenge questions that you have to write out where it's, it's, it's asking you a question. Hey, how can you grow in this area? I believe in giving action steps, even as a life coach and a minister. You know, it's not just giving information, but it's then allowing people to execute with accountability, you know, holding them accountable to that change because it's going to require something on our parts. And that's all a part of faith. Well, we're talking with Vernon Fox today at SWS Radio and his new book, Faith Habits, 21 Days of Faith. It's releasing officially in November, but on your website at vernonfox.com. You can grab all the information. Yes, we're starting pre-sales this week, and so you can go to vernonfox.com, check out the pre-sale advantage. So if you, if you get the pre-sale, you're going to get, obviously, a reduced cost. There's going to be a custom gift. It'll be a, a custom silicon faith habits bracelets. That's just a constant reminder of your faith habit change. And then also you'll get a signed copy. So if you order it through there, you'll get access to all of those things. And then one cool thing that we're actually adding to the pre-sale as well is that in November, we're also going to be having a three-day faith habit virtual course. And so you can get access to that for free if you purchase your book through the pre-sale. It'll be $21 after the pre-sale ends, but this will be three days where we're going to be talking about elements of faith that are in the book. We'll talk about the birth of the book and how it came to be. And then also there'll be some bonuses in there with engagement, Q&A. So it'll be a cool time. Well, very cool. Well, VernonFox.com is where you can connect with him. Hey, thanks for coming by today. Thank you so much, Scott. I appreciate this time. Thanks for downloading Scott Harold's podcast. These discussions come from his radio show on SOSradio.net. It's a Christian radio station you can plug in with for music or conversation. Thanks for supporting the podcast.